Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 100 to 1 podcast. Here, myself, DJ Rex. Who else we got in the building? Got Rose 250. It's your boy, Mr. Nams. Yeah, boy, anything goes OG. Wait, what's the Rose 250? Is this new? <laughs> That's his new name. <laughs> My new name, bruv. Until I get that, t- I mean, until I bring that 250 home, bruv, man. <laughs> hey. I like that, but we're manifesting, we're manifesting, <laughs> manifesting. Yeah, <laughs> as, as a famous clown once said, my speaker, believe it, receive it, speaker, believe it, receive it. <laughs> I, like I don't know what about that guy, bro. <laughs> speak it, believe it, receive it. I heard speak that. It, believe it, I speak it, I believe it, I receive it. Clown, bro. I heard that. So He's, how you... done, that. He's done now, bro, man. Who's that? Deontay, bro. Oh, the, oh, That's the slogan, bro. Speak it, believe it, receive it, bro. You receive the beating, bro. That's what you receive, bro. He's not trying to have a big couple of him, though, man. Exactly. He's not trying to couple him, like, classless. You know what's mad? You know what's funny? He, he spoke out for the first time after the fact today. Yeah, I heard that, but I haven't seen what he said. He put, he put out a statement today basically saying that, you know, when you get hit down... Now, he, he, was, he was quite humble, innit? When you get knocked down, it's about it's not about winning, it's about how you take the loss, all of that, blah, blah, blah. He's just humbled to be a part of such a big fight, et cetera, et cetera. Near, near enough, a week, a week after the after the fact. Yeah, he was a, a sore loser, man. But realistically, man, it's been fantastic for his career financially, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's been paid off well three times in a row, like, so. Yeah. But he lost all three times as well, like, but he just can't take it. Like. <laughs> he lost all three times as well, like, but. Yeah. Do, you think do you think he's got another big payday in him? I know this is a bit of a sidebar. Do you think he's got another big payday? I would still like to see a Wilder and AJ fight. Okay, that's the one I think that fight like, can sell. I don't think, obviously, he's done with Fury, or Fury's done with him anyway. Mm. So, like, There's no belts on the land over him. It's just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> play but, for, fight for second place. No, like, yeah, of course. But um, I don't know. Like, it, obviously, there's still been talk about um, Dillian fighting him from before, but I think maybe that was perhaps way before a belt. Like, Dillian deserves a title shot now, so that's, that's mm. Dillian's next next mission is to get a shot at the belt. I think Usyk has complicated things like in a sense that Usyk is a great boxer, but I don't think he's box office. So the mm. uh, group of Dow's top heavyweights, yeah, in terms of old fights that people want to see, mm. you can like, ignore him because he's now got flipping three belts. Like, but at the same time, you're not, uh, but nobody's like seeing that. As like, like, yeah, exactly. AJ and Usyk, Fury and Usyk, Wilder and Usyk, no one's really seen it as a big glamour fight. I think for the boxing purists, though, they might they might want music. Do you know what I'm saying? The people that the purists seem to rate him. Do you know what I'm saying? He's not. No, no, no. He's not any guy. But he's not a gunslinger. Like he's not a gunslinger. So basically, he's a small guy as well. He's not a real heavyweight. He's a cruiserweight. He's played two fights at heavyweight. Basically, he's a real heavyweight. So I don't think like the people don't really want to see. Like a Usyk fight like that, I think like to be honest, he might end up vacating, and he might want to get a shot at Unique fighting first. But mm. after that, I think he might vacate and try and go down. Like go down, like it's better for him if he can go down a bit. He's fight with him Canelo's and them man. Like that's more. It makes more sense like. But mm. Like, mm. the heavyweight thing, I don't really know. Like I don't really see it. Cool little sidebar there. Um, Obviously, we ain't recorded for a few weeks. It's been international break. How, has everyone been getting on? You man been, you been getting in? Has it been all quiet in the office? I'm sure OG got some some some, some dark stories to tell. <laughs> little, little, little doubles, but internationals, man. Internationals always rubbish anyway, like man. But little double here and there, but yeah, man, not a major, man. 
I literally haven't touched. I literally not touched anything internationals. I think yeah, I just let that can't yeah, breathe. I, mean, I didn't do any. Can't breathe a bit. I just hate international. Don't hate international football, but outside it's tournaments, the week, like. yeah, it just seems to be waste. It's just a waste of. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm. I, I I ain't touched it. Um, just on a, on gambling topic, I guess maybe we'll touch it later. Did anyone catch the documentary on Paul Merson? Yeah, man, saw that. I saw, I saw, that? I saw bits of it anyway. Yeah, when he was doing the exercise, like. It was mad, like I didn't catch it, but I think there was. He had an article, I think, in the maybe in the Telegraph about it, probably a few days or a week before the interview, the documentary was aired. So I, I saw some of like I saw I saw that basically, and he was saying that like the gambling was far worse than like drink or drugs for him. Yeah, brother, like when when he breaks it down, it's it's, like, it's actually quite scary. And some of the stuff they were talking about. Um, like the bookies and how they target people with the free, the freeness, and mm. spoke to a couple um, parents of people who committed suicide because they got themselves into big, like crazy, crazy gambling. In it, so for me, it's just like just a stark reminder of like literally when the fun stops, when it's not fun anymore. Mm. Definitely, definitely cut it off. But certain men were having 230, 240 deposits a day. That's mad. Like, imagine depositing two hundred and forty times a day. Mm. Even if you're doing, you be telling even you it's five pounds, it's one pound, two pounds, I mean? like one pound, even fifty p, even it's too much for a you day. Know what you, like what, what surprised me is like it's like Mercer still struggles with it to, back to this yeah, day. Right? It's not historical. It's right now. So even when he's on Sky, I thought Sky saved him, like, ah. but he's still he's still struggling now. Basically, like basically, I swear he he said that he he spunked the peas for a deposit for a house in the pandemic during the pandemic. So this is. In the last um, eight, do you know what I'm saying? I think he said he's, mm. he's less than a year clean. Do you know what I'm saying? In that football world, to be honest, though, I mean, there's obviously there've been, there's been, and you know, again, it's by coincidence that I'm doing this, by the way. But particularly with that Arsenal batch mm. of that era, mm. drink, drugs, gambling, obviously it would have happened elsewhere, but it's certainly well known of you know the Merson Parlor. Adams, Samson, um, generally that group, yeah, there was a lot of, culturally, there was, under the surface, a lot of vices, basically, you know, um, and they've all had battles with, literally everybody that I've mentioned has had battles with at least one of those those things, basically. Um, but in those, I mean, I know that, like, Michael Owen is known. Yeah, he's been he's into horses as well, which kind of tells his own story as well, like, probably how he got into the horses, like, because he owns, like, horses, and he's, like, very passionate about horses. And, yeah, he, like, the gambling culture. I remember I seeing a, in a documentary with Nile Ranger and when Michael Owen was at Newcastle, and he was, like, you know, it was crazy to him, because obviously him... I don't know, maybe look at the cliche, but as a black guy coming from, those things weren't in him like that, especially mm. as a young black guy. Mm. And he was like, he had some OGs, like England OGs. He had um, Michael Owen, Nicky Butt were there. And he was like, they were just losing 100 bags like on the way home from games, like to each other. They better be betting on cars. He said they were better than betting on everything. He said there was time when they went um, abroad for a match and he saw like Owen and Butt, like they was just like 20 bags on whose suitcase is going to come out first in the carousel just lost 20 bags just like that like, each other like that's, that's what you know that's what you got too much money for sense man. That's, that's it man. that's how you see man lose 20k like that bro. Like, sure. just whose suitcase is coming out first why would you even take such a thing when you're like you know, you're not, it's not like you're, you're, you're not it's, 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 it's going to be mine. Like, it's not like, why would you even take it when you know? 
at that point, yeah, it's not even about Ben anymore, but it's about that. It's that. It's, it's just winning, really, bro. It's the feeling. Yeah, it's right. it's feeling winning, isn't it? Yeah. You know what's funny though? Even in the documentary, Merson said that when they were talking to Merson about like trying to break it down psychologically, his problem that was part of it. And what the psychologist was saying to him is basically like, as a footballer, like when you win or when you score, your highs are high, yeah. and then when you lose and you get battered three 0 your lows are low, and it's mm. like. It's almost replicated in the way you in the way you gamble. Like mm. it's, it's kind of like all or nothing, isn't it? It's like I need to win, and then feel that high, and then I'm I'm willing to take that risk, and then I just end up getting hit hit with the low. So it, it, it was like that. Yeah, like she was saying that that's what you why a lot of sports one. stars, a lot of like people that are in that world, suffer from that 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 addiction. A, 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 another perfect example, probably even a, a, a illustrative example of what you just said is obviously Joey Barton's case, who got banned from gambling. And if you look at the details mm. of Joey Barton's gambling, Joey Barton, yeah, was betting flipping five pounds and six pounds, yeah, and standing to win like 86 pounds and stuff like that. Like, in these times, Joey Barton made a lot of money. He was saying that like, he just wanted to win. Mm, he so just went like he used to bet on like games. He used to think like just stupid things. He said it was all a bit of fun because he, he published. He published when he got banned. He appealed it and he published his statements. He's like, this is mute one of yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, he published his statement basically for the period that because obviously there were certain bets that were taken. Um, as basically the exhibits in his case because there were bets that he could have maybe had some influence on as well. Like, I mm. think because maybe there was like, some of them were like Newcastle related while he was there. Like, I think but, like maybe the youth team or academy, yeah. But he was maybe playing, was supposed to win maybe at most, yeah, I think the highest one I saw was like £215. In these times, he was a millionaire. It no sense, like. Doing his bets, yeah, because he was like, I just, yeah. he just, and I remember his statement, he was like, I'm just so competitive and I just love, winning that feeling of winning and he was chasing that and it makes him feel like he said when you watch football you're like and there's nothing like you couldn't care less about the result there's nothing really in it for him like he just mm. needs to be invested somehow like ah oh, if this goal goes in i'm gonna win 72 pound like basically so that was it for him so even for joey barton it wasn't even about making big money like you said it was just about that that feeling of basically winning Euphoria. that's what he was chasing definitely for me, anyway, it just made it just made me realize just to take it easy, you know, what I mean? take it easy. Don't don't gamble what you can't afford to lose, and just check out sometimes. So that for, I think for moving forward, anytime it's internationals, barring like a tournament, World Cup, Euros, I ain't gambling. I'll keep keep yeah. keep it moving, keep it basic. Decision, bro. You're <laughs> <laughs> saying that man, that, that nation's that nation's leading was actually decent, like it's a good watch anyway. Like yeah. it's more like more compared than I thought, like like the, the teams are proper going at it, like. For yeah, me, though, sometimes you have to be neutral, though. Do you know what I'm saying? To be honest, that that brings me to what you just said. Like, brings me to something else. Like, because I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been going through another weird phase recently, where like aside from gambling, like for example, the whole um, Nations League, the whole entire international break, I don't even watch any football. Mm. Like, I'll be in my room, I even turn the telly on. Maybe England are playing, and I just feel like I don't know if it's just me, yeah, but like. I feel like it's been slowly happening for like maybe a year, 18 months. Yeah, but I, I feel like maybe with the changes and the way the game's going, but I'm 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 falling a, a little bit out of love of it. Like in general, like I feel like the football as a whole, I ain't really personally. 
I'm just mad. I'm not finding it. This I'm not enjoying it the same way that I did when I was a kid. Like basically, as a whole, like the sport now matters less and less. And I'm thinking like, okay, usually at least like I just have triggers of like feelings. Like okay, at least like Man United will be back this weekend. I know we'll watch the game, hundred percent. But like, I just feel like I haven't found myself like almost counting down like how I would like normally on international breaks. Like okay, United are back. Like I'll watch it, but like. I forget, I just forget about football, like, maybe it's because I've got like, other things that I'm just thinking about, but, like, usually football used to play, like, a proper central part of my life, like, if I have, like, something, if someone invites me somewhere on a Saturday for 15 years, 20 years, first thing I do, check what, what like, it's three months away, let me just check the fixture list, may not have playing that day I say yeah, yeah I'm in the evening <laughs> I'm not coming like basically like I'm not trying to miss the match after I'm planning my, my moves around that game not anymore like I just uh, catch it later I catch the highlights or whatever like I'm just I've become a bit less invested in the in the sport like I don't know and I was I was speaking to a few other people on Red Cafe like and there's there's people that's going through that as well like just been saying they're just generally falling out of love with the game um I feel like, you know, people saying, you know, it's it's, a, it's quite a broad stroke to say, oh, the money in the game is, like, ruining some of the, um, I don't know, the romance of it, but... You know what I was going to... To add to that, yeah, do you... Or to, to question, do you think that is because United are not the United they were eight, nine, ten years ago? If United were, like, in Man. proper fit, in the mix with the Chelsea and the City and the Liverpool... Well, we are. Well, but you, not in the mix. You know what I mean, innit? Like... But, winning stuff do you think it would be do you think the, the passion really. would still be there like I know how I used to live I can take you through a Saturday for example yeah I remember because it was I, I had a thread on this about 20 years ago on Red Cafe I made a thread and I was like oh have football and our lives and I was like I was talking guys through like this is a regular day for me I wake up Saturday morning I've watched the Saturday morning game then I've watched then I'll play Pro Evolution for so many hours. Then I'll watch the Man United game. Then I'll watch this game in France. Then I'll watch that game in Italy and I'll watch that game in Spain. That's how I used to live. Like, So this is nothing to do with Manchester United. Mm. The whole international break has come and I saw like France, Italy and stuff like these, like France or Spain and I just wasn't interested. And I think that, I don't think it's then, to answer your question, no. Um, and to be honest, Man United is not about winning or losing for mm. me anyway. Like, it's always been such a like just to watch Manchester United play. So that's that's the addiction in and of itself. It's not about whether they win or not. It's not the point because it's an emotional um, connection as well. So even like losing and the fact is we still win far more than we lose anyway. It's for me to for it to be a case of oh I'm not watching football anymore because they haven't they haven't won the most amount of games like out of every team. But like basically. I just think football for me is becoming just a little... I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my finger on it exactly. It's probably a, a, a amalgamation of things. Like, Thiago um, Alcantara, he, he, he had a statement. Um, I think I, I found it. I had it somewhere. I have to find it. Let me, let me, let me find the statement that he made. I think before, before we go into this week's bets and stuff, we'll touch quickly on the Newcastle... Stuff because I think we could yeah, do we'll touch on that. We can do the betting, just just do our this week's bets. Like, we haven't bet for a while, so we don't really need to talk about too much on that. We can just just roll with it. But, like, I saw a, a comment from uh, let me let me bring the comment up so that I can get it 
100% accurate. Um, okay. Um, Thiago says that basically he hates modern football. Um, Thiago hates modern football, and this is, some of his views are a little bit similar to me. He says basically football's become so much more about speed and physicality, uh, statistics, mm. um, less emphasis on player skill. Um, we, de- we see less magic as the players are all faster now. There's no mm. need to do as much dribbling. The players are faster, more physical. And you look at English football, for example, that people think is like the pinnacle of football. And it's like every... It's hard to be... It's harder to be like... To have like brilliance, yeah, because you just can't leave a man if he's just like... Everybody's big and strong and fast, basically. And that's what it is. is they just try to breed this league yeah, of, like, super physical machines, yeah, and pressing. And the game's become about pressing, so you don't really have time on the ball. It's just high turnovers. Mm. And the football that I grew up watching, I just feel like it started to reach a bit of this, this, this saturation for me, like, of just consuming this type of football. Like, I don't really... It's just all just speed, power, physical... Um, a lot of it's brainless, like, to be honest, and I don't know, but, you know, that's, that's like, you know, again, this is, you know, Thiago is speaking here. He said, the players are more developed in every way, but you're missing those players who can bring you an intake of breath at moments in the game. Um, the game's different now, bro. Like, I remember I saw, um, I saw an article on Twitter or someone was started a, a debate about where, where's the flair gone? Where's the creativity gone? Where's the Mavericks? You know, he was talking about players like Danielson, Ronaldinho, you know, those tricksters, like guys used to like do things and be more like individual in how they perform. But I feel like he feels like he, he was saying that basically now in terms of how modern teams play in the systems, it's been coached out of them. Like, everyone's got to be kind of systematic. And, like, you're not allowed to be that kind of maverick anymore that you used to. Like, you have to be, like, a structured kind of player. That's why a lot of people when Greenish went to Man City, they're like, oh, Pep's going to get hold of him and just, you know, coach all that flair out of him because he can't do what he did at Villa. Pick up the ball, run around, and just do what he did. Like, it's just a different kind of game these days. Like, so, yeah, man, football's changed, isn't it? The the, the mavericks, the, the flair players, the old tricksters, like Danielson and, you know, and Dino, them, man, you're not going to see any more of those kind of players like come through. Like even the the Brazil side now, like he was comparing the Brazil side of old to now, and you just got a lot of functional players like Fabinho's and you know all these kind of defensive midfielders. Like before they used to have Rivaldo, Romario, Ronaldo, all these flair kind of guys. Like so, I don't know. Maybe it's football. We're not just producing those kind of players anymore. Like, but there there definitely has been a change for sure. I, I think talent is even actually think talent is still there. But I, I certainly agree with Thiago in the shift in emphasis on physicality. Um, for example, when I started really watching football in the 90s, like, I can name top-level players who were not particularly fast. Attacking players. Um, even some of them played on the wing, which is like, you know, maybe a typical place where physical attributes are prioritised. Strikers who were short Italian strikers, um, you know, Rossi's and Marco Simonis, who were not like Pepe Signori. Like, these players didn't have any magic, Roberto Baggio, like, mm. oh, you know, Del Piero's had no great physical, mm. just great footballers, just like, and I just feel that in the, today's game, 
these players, like certainly now, it's just so hard because it's like the super teams are just trying to be like bigger and stronger than everyone. Like you look at someone like a uh, Carl Walker, for argument's sake, yeah. He's almost like one of these like cheat code players. Yeah, that's it. He's just fast and str- as an athlete, he's exceptional. Like, and it's though it's like you know you try and line up as many of those as you can and just think oh it's going to be hard to get past us basically. And sometimes it, it is hard to get past because these players are all just strong and strong and fast. So we're kind of often cancelling each other out based on like physical. You know, there's only so much you can do. So you talk about like flair and stuff in the game, but I feel the flair is maybe there, but it's less opportunity to express itself because basically, like, even if I can, like, the the, the fastest, strongest players are getting through. Like, like obviously, there's certain people, teams that have like older principles, like take Barcelona for argument's sake, and you look at the players that they have bringing through. I mean, you've probably seen Gavi recently mm. at 17. You've seen Pedri mm. recently. Um, and I saw like a conversation on Red Cafe, for example, the other day, like, oh, why don't Manchester United produce midfielders like this? And it's like it's the emphasis. Like Scott McTominay wouldn't make it as a central midfielder coming out of Barcelona. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe Gavi or Pedri wouldn't make it as a central midfielder coming out of, in the Premier League. You know, maybe Gavi and Pedri wouldn't make it out there. But what happens now is that like now it's like those are like the um nostalgic throwback footballers because they come to the Champions League here and the Real Madrid just get dominated by Chelsea because it's just physical, more physical than them. And that's what will happen, basically. Like, So even though you have your Madrid, you just can't play your football. Because like, we we're not playing that game anymore. Like Now we're just playing this game where Kante runs and chases everybody and everything here. And it's, like, it's all about super pressing. So... Nah, to counteract that, yeah, you either have to be like a supreme, 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 like Messi's, like Barcelona in like 09, 10 or whatever, or like generally speaking, like it's just the strongest guys, the tallest guys, the biggest guys are winning. Like, oh, fire, bro. Yeah, fire, fire, so bro. I, I just, yeah, I think that, I think that's part of what's like, and then on top of that, like the statistical, um, Emphasis for me is something yeah. that I've never enjoyed. Yeah. I've never enjoyed. That comes from socials. That comes from just the yeah. needs to have information and the need to talk about stuff and the need to come yeah. pair this player for that player and this. Uh, uh, how many goals expected? How many? It's just, mm. it's just, it's just talking points. When you think about it, the numbers are just there to create talking points. But for us, that, for, the, for, the, for the general public, do you know what I'm saying? But that's how players are judged, though, often, like, as well. Yeah, like, now, now it is, now it is. Though. Yeah, now. It wasn't, like, back in the day, like, you had guys that fucking Zidane was, you know, a quality player. Nedville was a quality Zidane, player. Zidane, 11 assists on that. Yeah, they were going crazy. But now they've changed it. But now they talk about the eye test. They pass the eye test. So there's different parameters, do you know what I'm saying? Do they look easy on the eye? And are the stats there to back it up? Do you know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I just feel Ronaldo and Messi, they've, they've, they, I think they've just, no, because of their own personal battle, like, I think they've just, t- they've taken the stats into a new level, bro, man, their own personal battle, like, everyone now is measuring up to them in a sense, like, you've got to be battling someone with stats now, like, how many For goals? Me, you, I believe that it's mainly Ronaldo's fault, like, I've said this before, <laughs> I've said this before, but Ronaldo has changed modern football, Ronaldo has been, basically, Ronaldo I'm sorry, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Ronaldo at no point, he's not a better footballer than Lionel Messi. Like, 
It's just not like, and the fact that we're even having this conversation is just a, mm-hmm. just a perfect example of what is is is. Changes, yeah. But basically, the only way he, I always, I've said this for years. I said the greatest Ronaldo's greatest achievement was dragging Messi into a stats fight. Yeah, football didn't exist in that world before. So now he changed it. Like I can't beat you. Yeah. So Mm. I'm gonna now drag you into a fight of let's see year after year who puts up more numbers. And it's like, and we didn't even realize that this was not how we used to judge. I've seen Luis Figo win Ballon d'Ors. Yeah, exactly. Like now Ronaldo came and he couldn't win the window like he's just I mean he's won a Ballon d'Or before obviously even before, like early at United but like he dragged Messi into a stats fight basically because it was like he wasn't going to accept being second best but I clearly can't do the things that this guy can do but so basically I'm just going to become machine like yeah and say like how can you say you're better than me look amongst numbers yeah. that's it and the fact is Messi puts up huge numbers as well anyway but Messi's is it's just effortless. Like Messi's clearly not a number chasing. He'll give you the ball if you're in a better position than him yeah. all day, all day. Like in that game, he'll probably score a hat trick as well. Like just naturally, like yeah, exactly. Right. He'll give you the ball over and over. Like he just happens to just score goals because he's just so much better than everybody else. I think Carragher nailed it perfectly. Yeah, yeah never was on some silliness, blah blah. But Carragher yeah, nailed it perfectly, perfectly. Again, it's just all part of the modern thing. They start saying who's better. Then he start bringing some nonsense chart when I was got this many of his head, this many of his. Who cares? Who cares if Messi scores six hundred of his left foot? Like, yeah, doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. and it's true. Like, all of this stuff is just nonsense. Like, oh, he's better. Like, obviously, it matters if when I Messi only scored two hundred of his left foot. And Ronaldo managed to score six hundred. Like, what? If Messi scores six hundred, like, uh, who cares? Like, he's clearly found a way yeah, to score a huge amount of goals consistently. Like, and that's how he's doing him. And in a sentence, for me, he summed it up. Like, what all those things that you're saying with Ronaldo, credit to him. But you know, score a header, bang one in, like a powerful shot. These are things that other players can do. What Messi does, he does things that other players can't do. Yeah. And that is, for me, fundamentally the difference between them. Like, And that's always been the difference between them, really. Like, What Ronaldo does, he's maybe a combination... He does very well. He does very well. He's a combination of things that, like, maybe players don't have this full repertoire. Mm. But they're things that other people could do. It doesn't produce the unseen, mm. like, in, on, on the football pitch. Whereas Messi does things that no one else can do. Like... And that is for me the difference, while also being ridiculously productive as well. Mm. But yeah, that, that's it. That's my little like I don't know monologue, whatever my my, <laughs> my tangent. But like I'm not really football. It's just recently I don't know. It's been getting like that for me in terms of the enjoyment of it. I think I'll be certainly just as committed to watching United. But like even then, it's the whole changes. Like like. Even like Hyperan, like Bruno Fernandez. For me, Bruno Fernandez doesn't really bring your fantasy out of me. Like, yeah. yeah, it's all about it's all synonymous with this whole. This is the era of United. Like, I grew up watching Cantona, um, Giggs, um, Kinchelskis, obviously Ronaldo, um, you know, Skulls. And no one was even talking about the numbers. Then now it's all about, oh, look at Fernandez, he's got 28 goals and assists and 28 this and that and that. And that. I don't just think like. For me, yeah, okay, even as far as Portuguese number 10s coming through, 
it's like okay so like i grew up in a, i prefer bernardo silver like, but like, like but i just can't really prove it because his numbers are real like. so i can't make the argument and this is what's all for me spoiling my whole enjoyment of football like in general part of it anyway I think if if that's it, you got to stay off Twitter, bro, because all people do. Yeah. Stat padding, bro. Stat padding, bro. I made a thread on Red Cafe about assists, yeah, and I just think I, I'm so, I don't want to hear about that stuff. Like for me, yeah, when I again when I grew up, yeah, watching football, we don't talk about assists. We talk about passing. It's yeah. simple. So it's like, like you might score a goal, yeah, from a great ball, and it's like that was a great ball. It's not about the statistic being registered. Mm. It's like the praise of the actual, like, oh, do you see the pass? Yeah, the pass that he played, it was the pass that made the goal. That's fair enough. Like, it was that's an assist in technical and statistical mm. terms, but it's about the quality of the pass, not like. Oh, he gets an assist for that. I've seen slide tackles, right? Yeah, that's one assist. Like, no one mm. says that. Those are always in parts of the game. No one used mm. to celebrate those. Like, Beckham was heavily praised because he was a brilliant crosser, not because he had a number of assists. Like, oh, just however he gets them, it was like, that's another great Beckham cross. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's another great Zidane ball or Xavi ball. Like, that, that is... Praise the passing. Like, I'm here for like, I'm not against like creative players being praised. Like if you're putting in great passes, then praise it for it being a great pass. Like, but not because of praising it because it was the last touch before a goal. Yeah, in like it's just it's nonsense to, to me. To be honest, I've always kind of thought that about assists because sometimes <laughs> you get an assist and it wasn't really an assist because the, the goal yeah. scorer done all of the work. You pass yeah. him the ball, he beat two players, then scored. Is he just getting an assist? On top of that, like like I mean like Pogba's like leading the assist. Charts. Obviously, Pogba's a great. He produces some outrageous passes. Yeah. But the fact is, yeah, like it's like, like I don't want to hear about it. It's like maybe his best two passes didn't result in any goals, like in that game. But maybe we praise them, like oh, what a ball by Pogba, but there was no goal there. Like oh, that one is. We want to talk about the assists. Like what does that matter? Like talk about the like. I want to talk about great passing. Not like that's the whole point of the whole assist thing as well for me being creative. Like not the whole like just oh you touched it last. Like does he get an assist for that? Yeah, technically yeah. it said if you get fouled for the penalty, it's an assist. Like all it's nonsense to me. Like that's <laughs> no, true. It's true. It's true. Uh, you know what? Quickly, let's move on quickly. Yeah, let's just talk about this Newcastle takeover because I think we can't not mm. not talk about it. What, what are you man making of this? You think Newcastle are coming to win the league in the next four or five years? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it depends where they kind of start off with the strategy in it. Like the, the first you know piece of the puzzle is what kind of coach do they get? Because you know this coach is going to be the laying the foundations for the first few seasons, like man. So what direction are they going in? Like, do they want a, a coach to bring a certain style of football? And then the next piece is transfer wise. You know, who who are they actually going to target? Like, what what tier of players can they attract? They can't get the top tier, that's for sure. So they, they have to get some. They got to get a few travellers. Uh, someone like a Coutinho, who's a little bit out of sorts. Like nice someone nice who enemies. used to have a bit of a name um, is the sort of kind of players they're going to they're gonna target because top, top players. And of course, they've got stupid money in it. Like, but I'm, I still think it's going to be hard to get the top, top players, like, man. But for, now, it, for now, anyway. The thing is, bro, a lot of these players are about the Benjamins, bruv. So, like, you're out of contract. You're going to get a massive payday. Would you not you just... Know, do you know what I mean? The players are the type of characters, isn't it? Like, you need guys who don't really care about football that much if that makes sense like, you know what I'm saying? like the only reason I say that is because of the type of players that like you know the Chinese clubs used to attract yeah, do you yeah. know what I'm saying they were able certain times to get 
couple name name brand guys. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Guys, once again, like if you're going to China, you don't care about football. So Oscars and Hawks and then Mandela, they clearly don't care no more. Like, so if you're telling me if no. Newcastle, you know, realistically, they want they want the top top of the top in it. Mm. They want someone like a Haaland or Mbappe is going for free in it. They would love to get Mbappe yeah, in it. No, they want like to in every week in it. But Mbappe is not going to go to Newcastle. He's Why not going to Newcastle, man. Can you see that? I don't think he's not going to Newcastle. Like. I don't think he is, like, man. It's not I think he's just like. You're already he rich. He went to the French League when he shouldn't have, to be fair. But, but, you know, the French League, firstly, he's French. So yeah, exactly. It was, it was just yeah. in, in his company transfer. Like. Staying at home. Stayed at home. But, you know, I, I agree with what you said in that. So I, I, you know, I don't think he's not going to Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. OG, what's your views on Newcastle's takeover? I haven't heard from you. I, I've watched it the other day. I just, I thought Newcastle, Newcastle in the next five, six years will be making top six. Personally, myself, I think Arsenal's going to be dropping out. Um, I said that in the group. Well, yeah, already that. But further down the pecking order. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like, I even feel like if worst comes to worst, Newcastle will be pinching some of the Arsenal players, bruv. They'll be buying them, bruv, and Arsenal will be sending them to them, bruv. I won't be surprised. Well, they, 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 built, they built Man City for them, to be fair, Arsenal. So, yeah, you know, they sold Man City half a team. So, realistically, it's been done before. Newcastle in a few years will be able to contend, definitely, 100%. But beyond, beyond assessing what you think of them as a team, what are your views, your like social political views of the takeover? Like, what's your opinion on like, where does your like, I don't know, where, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Principle. I'm, you know, I'm not really like, have any. It's social political, right? I'm all no, for like, it. Uh, principle, in terms of principle, like, what are your views on the takeover in general? Yeah, I've, I've always thought money, money always ruins the money game. anyway, man. So, these men coming to take over Newcastle with a load of sh- a shitload of money for me, bro. It's just the same thing Chelsea did, the same thing Man City did. They're just buying their teams, bro. Like I find it ludicrous that them teams were complaining though. Or they tried yeah. to they tried to stop it, like or they tried to complain, like how dare you? Like? It's because these men are doing it. Going to be doing it at a much a much bigger scale. The thing is for me, I, I never have a problem with, with with stuff like this, yeah. But I think it it, it comes from maybe for me because I'm, I'm I'm I support Tottenham. I'm just. Never, I'm just not one of I'm not one of you guys. Like I'm not I'm not one of you guys that are just you've got a legacy club that's just been winning because of the the, yeah, the, 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 the do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. so for people like me, I'm just more of a neutral. Because sometimes yeah, I actually sit there and I think to myself yeah, maybe what if I lived in Swindon yeah and I just supported Swindon like. Maybe you're, 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 the way you feel about football is just going to be totally different because you're just not going to mm. be used to always winning things. You're just, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Football's going to mean so much different. To, to, so people, like, if you support Arsenal, if you support United, if you support Chelsea, you're you're used to winning, innit? So f- for me, it's just nice to see someone else that's just in the mix. Tottenham, we're not going to, we're going to do yeah. shit. So <laughs> it's like, it's, for, me. for me, I'm a hater. So I, like, when I say I'm a hater, I, I, I don't want you man to win anymore. The Arsenal's and United's, I'm happy to see you not win. Do you know what I'm saying? I'd rather one of the new guys to Chelsea or the City wins because I just grew up yeah, with you. Yeah, always be like, they'll be, be forever chasing the new guy. Like, you know, people, that's how it is. I'd rather that than United win it. Every, the battle between United and Arsenal just win it. Back to back, do you know what I'm saying? I rather really, they be four or five I don't clubs. have an issue with new success, like new strong teams. Like I'm, but I'm more in favour of Monaco 2016s, Dortmund 2012s than I am of Cities and Chelsea's. Like, and I would rather those teams were preserved and then became challenges like I'm, I'm, i don't it's not a case of oh your team's always winning it like that's just genuine teams monaco put together they went and got um bernardo silva from benfica they went and got flipping obviously mbappe from their academy um fabinho from um 
uh, Real Madrid, I believe, uh, uh, from being rejected there. They built a team. Now it's like, great, let's come and take them all. Like, yeah, that's that, what that, look what happened the following season to both that Dortmund team and that, that Monaco team. Yeah, Monaco won, won the part. league. For example, Monaco are the only team in the last 10 years to win the league other than PSG. That one season, and then after that, it was the end of it. Um, um, so in terms of like, if from your perspective, what you're saying about, oh, not wanting to see PSG or one team win it all the time, I'm happy to see Monaco, but it's just the how. Like, I don't, I'm not happy to see, for me, football is is uh, is unique in the sense that like, like, it's not like an American sport. American sports, like, they don't have as much... Um, the romance in it is a bit different. Players move from clubs to clubs, get traded from club to club. Um, they the ownership model is different. It's not like fan owned um, in the same way. They invest the local investment in it. People support teams from everywhere, like generally. But like the way the English, the way the football thing works for me, they're like community. I don't like to see that lost. I don't want to see it to become, okay, everybody put their checkbooks down on the table and whoever's got the biggest one wins. And it's really that simple. Obviously, money is important in football, but if we want to now start distorting it like financial doping, yeah, um, I don't support that. Because it's like, for me, you've taken away the spirit of what sport is. Like, okay, let's say Newcastle go out and win five league titles. So what? Is that what we want from sports to say, okay, get the crown prince of Saudi Arabia to buy them and buy all the best players in the world and then they win a league and then they say, oh, what a great team they are. And that, like, you know what? Okay, yeah, cool, they're a great team. But, like, is that, is that, is that in the spirit of the game? It's kind of what Man City have done. That's the yeah, thing. I don't support that. But that's the I'm, they're not a Monaco. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's not about being a hater. If they were a Monaco, like Newcastle under Kevin Keegan, were not what they're about to be now. They nearly won the league, but they didn't. But like, do you know what I mean? That and what did Newcastle do? They captured so much more romance. They 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 captured so many fans. Everybody loved the way Newcastle played football. Everybody loved Monaco in 2016. Like as a neutral. Like, but the thing is, my, it's, my, it's my, totally soulless to say that. Like, soulless is harsh, though. I think it's. it's it, I don't think it's harsh at all. But you, the only reason I say that is because I think when you use that Monaco team, that they're the perfect example of why that model is not sustainable. Because all that happens is they you 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 manage to bundle together a team, they win, then they get ripped apart by the other team by bigger no, clubs. I, I that agree with money. that. That's what happens. So it's like, I'm saying it would be nice if that didn't happen. That was, that's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm just talking about in principle of me like. It's not a case of me wanting to preserve the status quo. I'm happy to see Monaco's. Like, I just don't want to see... Because um, there's a competitive... Like, there's a competitive and there's an organic nature of sport. Mm. Like, where it's like people... I think sport in general is just... There's an organic sort of nature to it. Like, I don't want to see... You've got no... There's no spirit in your team. There's no soul in your team. It's just like, right... Um, we're going to basically like assemble a super team of the, the best footballers this money can buy um, and then we'll win everything. And then we say, yeah, we're the best team ever. Okay, maybe you are. Cool. So what? Like, like any team will be the best team ever. Like the Sheik were from whatever, um, Prince Bin Hassan uh, uh, or whatever, he could go and buy, I've said this before, like City, you can pick any team. It's like Master League. Mm. So I like your kit. I'm going to start with you. I'm going to play with Burnley. I'm going to win the, the Champions League in five years. Cool. 
Burnley start saying we're the greatest team. <laughs> we had the best players. But you know what? Our team. It's like okay for the Burnley fans. For what? Like? For the Burnley fans, then it, it for them they feel good about it because it's no achievement. No, like, but it is, it is an achievement good, because then it's like the, the Burnley just languish in the bottom half of the table forever. No, I can't. I can't compete. So I, I can't compete with you, man, because you might have got all the P. Yeah, so I'm just gonna go get P as well. Princess Sam bought us. So, but, no, no, like, you know the what? teams that are above them, the Arsenal's here, that they're saying they can't compete with, yeah. These teams, yeah, haven't, like, they weren't, they didn't no, but, get bought by sheets. Like, no, but so everybody's so you're saying, oh, it's not fair, we can't compete with you. But everybody's history's not the same, basically. Yeah. So, for example, Manchester no, United, we, yeah, happened to, Manchester United happened to be in, like, a big town. So, for, for example, Swindon, for example, FC, I just never, their town's not big enough, the footballing culture in the, it's not big enough. They're just never going to be able to have a big club that's just going to go and play Champions League football. So if the Sheik decides to go and buy Swindon, bring them all the way up, that's good for the people of Swindon. Swindon can never compete with, with, with United. There's a, there's, a, there's, there's a series of things that have happened over history that have made Manchester United, Manchester United, that have made them fortunate enough to, have, to be the big club. But not every, every, not every other club has got that. So, yeah, so now money. Got, Birmingham haven't got a top club. But money, money's the money's the great equaliser. If the shape, Birmingham is Manchester is Britain's second city, like, and Manchester is not the first. So, like, so for me, got a, a big club. The Midlands have have had what they've got a big club. They haven't got a great club. They haven't got a great team. They've had they've got big clubs. They've got teams that historically were big. For me, like, if if their man bought Villa. And start putting Villa on the map. I think I would say fair enough. I think it's fair enough. Yeah, I Villa think everybody, a big club, though. we all deserve a chance. You talk about Newcastle. They're a big club. Newcastle are a bigger club than Manchester City, like. And this is what annoys me. Newcastle are a bigger club than Manchester City, yeah. Like, well, maybe historically they are yeah. anyway. A big club in Manchester City. They fill their stadium every week. They don't struggle. They'll fill their stadium in the second division. <laughs> like, if they went down, they'll fill their stadium. They wouldn't like Manchester City. Uh, this is what I talk about. Soulless. Like mm. you've got no. You don't really belong where you are. Like there's no. You're below the surface. There's nothing that supports it. Like you maybe you've barely got any fans. Like you just okay. We're just gonna win everything because we just uh, assemble it. Like so and. Basically, for the other teams that are like, okay, we represent this. We represent our communities and that. For me. I just think that it's all about the money. Okay, cool, yeah, you got the best, yeah. But like, so what? Like, don't go and play, but play with go and maybe form a league with PSG and uh, make it with the Dubai league, yeah. <laughs> and you can all build your teams, yeah, and compete with each other and and have rich man wars, yeah, or whatever. Like, but you're coming to spell our game, yeah. This is not what our game is about. But you know, what is take away all the money from the league. Take, just take away all the financial double. Take away all the money for the league. Is it as competitive? Take away all the money. Yeah, so no, we're taking away United. the money from the league is unfair. Like I'm not. No, saying no, I'm, no. Take away, take league. away, the, take about... away the oil money. Take away the financial doping money, and just leave the organic money. Leave the the. So it's just going to be the who the, the biggest clubs in the league. United and Liverpool and Arsenal maybe. Realistically, yeah. You know that's a good point, right? So realistically, like before we okay. and then man came, like it was it was it is it was just Man United against Arsenal, right? It's just the yeah, the, the, the big was, the big yeah, legacy yeah, clubs. The period. Then it was, but before that it was like Liverpool. Um, were the dominant team. Um, Leeds United won the league in 92, 93. Blackburn won it in 95. Um, Blackburn was a bit of financial doping. Yeah, well, but, financial yeah, doping. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Jack Walker put a lot of money into into them. Don't get me wrong. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, I, I can see the argument to an extent, but, like, who knows what would have... Yeah, we, we, don't know, we don't know on it, but if we look at the form guide and look at how things were kind of the trajectory, it's just if the, without Roman and them man coming through, it's it would just been United, United, or Arsenal, United, United, Arsenal. That's what it would have been like. These are just the legacy league. clubs that are big clubs. They're able to make money off the, off the back of their brands because of, 
of, of the legacy that they've been able to build. And then I don't know, maybe the other team, Chelsea, just on FA Cup here and there. It's just going to be it'll be the same stuff. So that's why I'm all for it because it's just it just adds more com- it just adds more competition, adds more layers. There's more clubs that have got more money. Now it's not just yeah, but it takes away for me. It, it can add co- like it add competition, but like like I said, the 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 um the Emirati League will be very competitive. Like if we all <laughs> our team, we all buy a team, yeah, all spend billions of players, yeah, and just all competing against each other. It's a Super League. We competitive. It's still be soulless. Like end of the day, there's unfortunately winners and losers in football, like and and like. But the, the the barriers to like well you might say there's no bar- the bar- there's barriers to entry but like there's winners and losers for me like and at least as long as it's a bit organic and teams can have every teams have different ambitions so a, a win for this team and a win for that team sometimes are different like teams not every team yeah as far as I'm concerned needs to be in the title race like if you can't be in a title race like you can't all be in a title race like but there are. There's more to football than the title race. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't know if that's fair. I don't know if that's fair, especially because well, it's certainly not unfair. It for me because nobody's flat otherwise win the title, then isn't it? Like, but like, let's make it more competitive. I just think it just attracts more people to the league. Do you know what I'm saying? The the, where the money comes from is compared. Like the distribution of all advertising broadcast money is extremely equal um, and fair in England, much more so than than a lot of other leagues. Yeah, but it's not. You know what is distributing the money fairly. Doesn't make it's the competitive. Fair. Like Burnley can go and buy star players, yeah, from Leon, like which yeah, they but, did. But Manchester like, United just generate maybe five times their income, so they just yeah. got a much bigger transfer budget. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, so course. it's not equal. Like, they still have that. Yeah, but then that, that's what I'm saying. So that's why outside yeah, of Burnley need a, a chic as well, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We yeah, all get chics, everyone yeah. gets chics, and then we just and be, then, be fair. Then we play from there. <laughs> I say be fair. So basically, like, what do you mean? There's nothing unfair about this thing. Is people stop for me that mentality? Nothing unfair about Manchester United having more money than Burnley, like. No, I'm not. No. So, but, but what I'm saying is, doesn't make it competitive if you if out of out of there's twenty teams. And only two of you yeah, have got people. All twenty are competing for the title, like so. What, like no, but all, two, so why am I here? <laughs> no, you can't have a twenty-team title race in a twenty-team league, like. There's not. That's not all the like. Or, the, there's respective ambitions. Like, it should be five. Leagues, like, it should that's be normal. Like. It should be five at least, yeah. But if the other three can't, can't compete with the top two, then fam, then, then it just becomes boring. Like that's it. Like one of these two managers just gonna win it. Okay, cool. Then if I'm a sheik and I've got P and I think you know what, I fancy, it, I like that kit. I want these men to win. Fair enough, like you can't, you can't Definitely stop it. Like. You win it. Maybe you win it. Maybe you win it twenty years straight. Even cool. Great. <laughs> no, no, then it becomes no, stupid. That's it. Like I've resorted, <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you think you've achieved? I'm, I'm competitive. That's all it is. Yeah, not competitive, like I'm. No, but I, I think I don't know. City and United is competitive. It's competitive spending. The 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 number. Maybe it people say yeah that like okay like. Uh, there's a lot of teams in this league that can't compete with City, for example. Now, it's not about money. They just say, okay, City just people just seem to give them three points before kickoff every week for the last few years. Teams can't compete with them on the football pitch, yeah, <laughs> due to the fact that they've basically financially dealt them their way significantly <laughs> above everybody else. Like, I look at PSG's team. Like, it's, it's similar, yeah. They've now said, okay, like we say, okay, this is like. Now, now we, we we need to win the Champions League. Okay, you win the Champions League. Okay, cool. You won the Champions League. You had to buy Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe to do it. Like, okay, now we win. Like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> that's it. Like, 
we've come to win the Champions League. Like we bought Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, Ramos, Hakimi, Donnarumma, yeah, and now we're gonna win the Champions League. Okay, now we've won it. Like okay, like we need, obviously that's what's gonna happen if you if you do that. If you bite everyone. So what? Like the thing is, their fans will be very happy. I'm so no one really cares about how you lift the trophy. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. The history books are not gonna have an asterisk next to it and say, mm-hmm. oh, but they bought everyone, so it was a, it it was a given. Nah, I don't know. People start wondering why. If people start asking questions why Burnley won the Champions League, like people look at Forest in a, in a certain era or thing like, and they think, oh yeah, that team was it was a great team, the great Everton team with these players. They say like, right, well, there's a Burnley team that won all of these titles. Like, oh, basically, this is what happened. <laughs> I asked the word came here and bought I don't know, like, and threw a hundred billion at them, and then they won the league. Oh. You know, I look forward yeah. to this new Newcastle, the, the, the Newcastle 20, um, Champions Champions League winners 2025. <laughs> I don't mind Newcastle as much yet in principle, just because I think, firstly, Newcastle are a big club, yeah, massive, like, to massive, me. Stadium, They're massive. genuinely big club, like, and much as well, I've got more time for them than the likes of City, um, for me, and PSG, who was born in the 70s, literally, 1975. <laughs> PSG was formed like and now they're coming at the high table like oh we're some super club like they've got near enough no zero history like okay so what so how should the French great French the traditional French teams like Lyon and Marseille feel then that's that the yeah. nine league titles you know for example yeah get over yourself so you keep talking about the Champions League yeah so get okay, over PSG yourself. have cheated as far as I'm concerned for the French competitiveness of the French league they've ruined it They've won nine league titles yet because they've assembled Neymar, um, Mbappe, uh, Messi, and the rest of them, and now they're just going to win the league every year. Like, then basically you're saying that that is Monaco needs to go and get their own chic and and (laughs) and come and compete, or get over. We didn't have a chic before, so maybe we should just not have chics, like, or get over yourselves. But then if we didn't have chics, then you might will just continue to win it. So no, Monaco didn't always win. Like, and so to me, everybody's only arguing for their favorite. We've got the best coaching, we've got the best methods, like, or the best, like, end of the day, like, Monaco producing great players, for example, like, humanly, or, like, Leon are producing great players, like, end of the day, do what they're doing. I think we have to agree to disagree, but in... In, in the 80s, look, money, for me, it has its, it has its pros and cons, like, in football. Like, if you look at the 80s, like, you can't see... Like, if you're in the 80s, for example, Modric would probably still be playing at, like, Dinamo Zagreb, like, or maybe into the, into the, well into, he's, like, by the time he was 26, 27, he might leave later on, still be at Dinamo Zagreb. And Dinamo Zagreb will also be maybe competing for the Champions League, like, but they can't now because just all of this money comes and takes these players away from these people, like, and that is all that keeps, for me, it's made football about that, so it's about who has the biggest, has just has the most money, it's just competition of purses, and that, for me, is what ruins a lot of the spirit, like, in a, in a, in, you look at, like, great teams like, um, like, Red Star Belgrade and Star Bucharest, yeah, from, you just can't exist anymore, like, because of just, Big bad like sheiks like come and take their players away once they start showing any sort of promise. That's what it is like. So those teams used to win like um, you know compete for major titles like internationally in that. But for me, I just think that okay, if we have a situation where it's like look, I just literally I just go and buy the best players. I mean, you say you've spoken about Manchester United. I've said many times before, Manchester United's greatest team. I think we can all agree that 50% of them came from the academy. Mm. So, end of the day, yeah. Um, and, and similarly for Barcelona, to their credit, 
came from their academy. Like, and these things can happen. This is like, like England's upturn now, for example, they went to the drawing board like 20 years ago and started changing their grassroots thing. Look, we, Germany did the same thing. Like, we need to start producing better quality. Like, mm. but all of this whole throwing your toes out, like, if they went went for a different approach and just said, you know what, fuck it, we just got this is a budget. We've got a budget of 100 billion euros. We're just going to start giving German passports to all the best footballers <laughs> in the world. Like, now we're going to win the World Cup. Like, that's it. And say, right, you do it then. If you don't like it, you do it too. Like, that's it. I just gave Neymar a German passport. Like, that's my, that's my strategy. Like, basically, just going to give everybody German passports, yeah, and pay them to, to become German. Like, it's just, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, you won the World Cup, but like, yeah. The thing is, I think this money... He's just here to stay, so we better get used to it. Give it another few years, it'll be another club, it'll be another chic somewhere trying to buy someone. I think we just better get just just better get used to it. Players will all be like, who knows where the salaries will end up going? But you know, at a point, it's just you know, it's just be pushing the salaries, and this is part of the thing that's affecting the small clubs because you talk about how oh, these men have been good for the league, they've been good for competition, but everybody still can't compete. Yeah, what you've done is you made it harder, you made the gap harder because basically. People can't hang on to it. Like the the money that's now exchanging at the very top is ridiculous. I ain't gonna lie though. To be honest, I think I support Newcastle. <laughs> I'm gonna become a Newcastle supporter because fam, Tottenham ain't competing for shit. They ain't competing for for, for, for zilch. So, have a... but, but I'd love to come to Arsenal because. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's man that that's man that in the gutter. That's man that in the gutter. We were fucking. Do you know what I'm saying? That's man that in the gutter. We're we're praying for for fucking billion dollar takeover. Because honestly, if a sheet came to Arsenal, I'd feel better about it than City. Yeah, because Arsenal legacy club. Arsenal is a great club, like anyway. I hate you, I hate you. I just feel like it's just, I don't know, maybe it would just feel a little bit more organic than a Master League scenario of them just burning, <laughs> of burning winning the league. Nah, like. but maybe these chic, they really, they're like Newcastle, like maybe they grew up in the Kevin Keegan era, like they might, do you know what I'm saying? Like they might really, do you know what I mean? I think mean? they should understand it, yeah. They might really like, why can't the Kevin Keegan era be replicated? Have, uh, money, you need it's money to replicate it. No, no Kevin Keegan, didn't, they didn't throw... I mean, they were not that they didn't spend, they spent money, like, but they was like the type of player that they targeted, it was the principles, man. the flair that they played with. Newcastle, a different time, though, man. Newcastle very, very never time, ever going to be able to compete with that, yeah. without a massive different budget. Time, Do you know what I'm saying? 300, 400 million minimum. No, but for the squad that they've got now. a lot of damage has been done. They can't compete because Abramovich and Mansour have made sure of it. Like that's what that's the point. And you're saying that they've made it more competitive, but they stopped more Kevin Keegan errors mm. from happening, or made it harder for Kevin Keegan errors to happen. And when they do happen, those teams short are going to be ripped apart by Mansour and his boys. Like it's very short. It's very very short lived. You know, we're going to go around the circle. So I guess mm. we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. As I said, Newcastle <laughs> Champions League winners 2025. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see, but um, let's roll on to this week's bets. Who wants to? Who wants to kick off? I haven't even done anything yet. If I'm being honest, but... oh, oh, you, got, you got anything in the bag? Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's start with. Let's yeah, start with. Course. Let's start yeah, with two fifty rows. Actually, no, OG, you, you kick, kick, kick us off. Tell us, tell us what you got. Oh, let me open up Sky. Okay, so today. Just for now, I'm going to begin the high stakes this weekend. But my high stakes are going to be really, really high. Um, yesterday, I got bored, played some roulette. As I do every <laughs> week. Um, now, this is what I actually do. So every time I look into my bank account, I see, okay, I've got, I've got a spare £100, a spare £120. 
me, I'm a 20 neighbors guy in it, so I like the 114s, the 20s. <laughs> so what I do is I take the 100 pounds or the 120 pounds. Yesterday, it just, it just happened to be 120 pounds. Pick one number. I'm up for 100 pounds in it. Use the 20 pounds to cover the neighbors to get 180 to get the money back. Oh, it's the 100 pounds and give me 36. So I decided, yeah, tomorrow, today I'm going to do it. <laughs> 200 pounds and 20. Covered the 14 and 5 pounds. 1 5 pounds. 31 5 pounds. 16 5 pounds. Just so, you know, if it hits one of those, it goes one eight. Pink span. <laughs> the woman had lovely hands, by the way. She had nice <laughs> <laughs> it. So she spun it. She's spoken that Romanian stuff. Yeah, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I? Just start spinning, just start spinning, fam. It went into, it was going anti-clockwise. So it went past zero, stopped on zero, then just jumped and just clapped on 20. Three, six, straight. Just like that. So I thought today, you know what? I'm actually going to go in. I'm going to go in today. So my bet today, my one kicks off today. Um, and I'm going to start off with, wait, is this the account? So I forgot to say, I've got two bet, um, Sky Bet accounts because um, <laughs> I need it. Exceeded his limit or what? I want it. So my bet is, all right, so I've got a, a tenfold. Kicks off today. Uh, it is obviously Nandi's Nandi's famous goal in each half and three plus corners. Oh, is that slip back here? Yeah? Um, so I've got today. I've got. They're to play. They, they take off sometimes. Bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I look every day, bro. Every <laughs> day. I've, I made. I've, I found this one last night. So I started at half seven. Goal in each half, three plus corners each half. I've got Hoffenheim and Cone. Mm-hmm. I've got Burton and Morecambe. Well, I don't know about one. I've got Paris and Germain and Angers. That's <laughs> today. <laughs> I said Angers. <laughs> is, it, is it Angers? <laughs> 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 yeah, but we're just thinking, like, I'm calling Angers as well. Like, I'm saying, like, so we, we want to see what's for us. So we know, isn't it? Like, Angers. <laughs> I'm not French, isn't it? Angers. That's how I look for us. Angers. I've got them three starting today. <laughs> then tomorrow, I've got Leicester United going to three corners each other. I've got um, um, Barisa Mushroom Black. Mm. I've got I. I, I uh, echo it, man. Oh, man. Don't worry, man. We, we can we can figure out what you mean, that. Like. Alright, cool. I've got Ajax and Hellenium. I've got Leon and Monaco. Um, but I did Aston Villa and Wolves as two corners of each team and ten points in game. And then I did on Sunday Bayer Leverkusen, Bayern Munich, and Montpellier and Lund. That tenfold was nine hundred and eight to one. I stuck twenty pounds in that, and it gives you eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand one hundred eighty. That's that's good odds. I can't. That slips off uh, off Skybet at the moment. I can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? No. it pumped yeah. on and off. I don't know why. It pumps on and off. I can't see it. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, Rose, do you want to talk us through the two fifty thing, fam? Yeah. Let me let me just get my phone ready. One second, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When you're ready, man. Okay. I'll start. Oh, this is so long as well. I'll start with my handy. 
I'll start, my, I'll start with the handicaps. I'll get bad fatigue, man. <laughs> I've gone um, Dynamo Kiev minus one against um, FC Liv. Elvis, you gotta go all the way to the bottom, bro, man, for that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you better write this down, bro. Yeah, you know what? Hey, Rose, <laughs> talk us just through it, yeah? But screenshot it. Screenshot it and put it in the tomorrow. group. Yeah, yeah, just instead of you doing it, I'm saying, just yeah. make a note of it and do it in your own time. Because yeah. it take long for you to scroll up, down, up, down. Yeah, you got that. Yeah. Screen, screenshot it, innit? Screenshot it, So, all right, Dynamo Kiev, minus one. Uh, PSV, minus two against Wale. Um, Ajax, minus one against Heronvane. Um, final minus one against uh, Walwick. Go to the bookings today, man. And Mulder minus two against Tromso. And Young Boys minus two against Luzerne. Uh, and uh, lastly, Salzburg minus two against um, Cashpoint Altac. Hopefully that that name, brother, it, it brings the blessings that there's a test to it, brother. <laughs> I bet I guess it's Cashpoint Wales. Like, let's see what they got for me. <laughs> then. Both gonna draw Leicester Man United, Southampton Leeds, Bolton Wigan, Gillingham Sunderland, Dortmund Mainz, and Lillestrom and Christiansen. And that is a to be honest, I haven't even put this bet on yet because I have to wait till later for my deposit limit to refresh that. Like, but basically I think it's like for like um this one's like literally like six pounds or something, six pound twenty would get me my two fifty. That's nice. Put screenshots of that in the in the group. Mm. Roll to two fifty. So is that your only one for this week? No, no, no. I've got some 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 light stuff as well. Of course, like you know, I'm I'm out here trying to be reasonable, like Fred. Like I've 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 come I've come like you know what I mean that like, I'm looking for to be reasonable, make a little little bit of change. He's once been unreasonable with me, like. <laughs> but um, I've got one uh, boss going to draw on for tonight actually. Which is just exclusively Friday games. I thought he knows, but I might, I might get a week off to a flyer, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I've gone for um, uh, uh, Paderborn against uh, Regensburg. Um, I've gone for uh, Sport Unial against Porto. Uh, I've gone for Hoffenheim and Cologne, Burton and Morecambe, Edinburgh and Kelty Hearts, and Iber, Iber and Almeria. Sixfold. Um, both going on draws, little two twenty-five to one. I just put five pound on that. It returns eleven hundred and thirty-one pounds. Sixfold. I've got I got one more, brother, man. Let me, let me just yeah, give you that another one quick. Like I got one on, on three six five. Um, similar games to my long slip, but you know, just kind of reduced it a bit. I've got Dynamo Kiev minus one, PSV minus two, Ajax minus one, Molder minus two. Young Boys minus one, Salzburg minus one. Then I've got Leicester Man United over 2.5 and both teams to score. Southampton Leeds over 2.5 and both teams to score. Bolton Wigan, same. Dortmund Mainz, same. And Lillestrom and Christiansen, same. But eight pound on that. I mean, sorry, six pound on that. That returns 8,030 pound. That's nice. That's nice. That's Ooh. me. Put those put 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 those all in the group and a screenshot then put them in the group. Yeah. I'll definitely be involved. Nams, what are you saying? Talk to me. I have got deposit limits now, but so my, my, uh, there's not too much to come with me, bro. I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it live is I'm gonna do this um uh, each team three corners and ten plus booking points. So 
I'm going to start today. I'm going to go with um, Hanover versus Schalke in German Bundesliga 2. Uh, Hoffenheim Cologne. I can't see I can't see Agas getting corners against PSG, so I'm gonna leave that one. Um I'm gonna go <laughs> Agus. Agus, yeah. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go West Brom Birmingham. I think that'll be fiery game, bookings and corners galore, Midlands Derby. Um then we go to Saturday. I'm gonna go with Leicester Man United. I think there'll be a goal. I think there'll be three corners and ten plus booking points each. I also think Southampton leads as well. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna swerve Watford because Liverpool don't really tend to get bookings to be honest with you, bruv. I'm gonna go to the West London Derby, Brentford and uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. I'm also gonna go Fulham and QPR. Um, um next I'm gonna go to Leon Monaco, that'll be dirty. Um Gladbach Stuttgart, I think that'll be dirty as well. And then I think my final game for Saturday will be Lazio and Inter. Yeah, 100% in it. And then we go Sunday. Um, I think Everton against West Ham, for sure. And I'm going to go Swansea-Cardiff as well. I think that's a, that's a big derby, obviously, in Wales and that. There's going to be bookings flying galore. And there should be um, corners as well. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that 12-fold. Actually, just... Mm, uh, I need one more. So basically, Juventus, Roma, or Swansea, Cardiff. What do you mind think? I just need one. I won't put both. Because you know Roma, real nasty right now, but real dirty. Yeah, I'll go for Juventus, Roma. Juventus, Roma. Mm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go for both Juventus and Roma. I mean Juventus and Swansea, and I'm just take. I'm gonna take one at, at Saturday, man. I think I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take out Southampton Leeds. I think one. I'm going to take that. Brentford for Chelsea. Mm. Alex, what do you think? Brentford, Chelsea, Southampton Leeds. Oh, yeah, I'll take, I'll take out Brentford. I'll take out Brentford. Yeah. So, yeah, that gives you 776 to 1. I'll put £11 on that. And that's eight, eight bags, eight bags something. How, what, how many folders that? I still did back in his penny stocks, bro, man. Well, I'm, 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 I'm,
is more, I've got like five teams in there, five or six teams. It's not going to be crazy, crazy odds, mm. but it will give you a little 500 pounds or 400 pounds change. That's, 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 that's fine by me. Like, that's it's better what, what I'm taking home at the moment. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to the old school days. What, two, two, two plus, yeah? Yeah, two plus away teams. Just put five or six teams, bro. It's, it's for me. And obviously, there's a cash out variable. In social yeah, where's two? Where's two? Oh, yeah, two oh, it's a cash, cash out bet as well, yeah? Who'd you go with, you go with this Saturday? Um, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, that I like that bet too to score two because they don't necessarily have to win, so it's not emphasis really on winning or the result. So I like that. Um, all right, for time's sake, let's get this super six done to close off for the week. Leicester and United, what are we saying? Leicester United, Leicester at home, I'm not there, bro. Leicester and three four at the moment, from, from what I see though. United's been having some ropey results, but Leicester look, look looking real poor. But United got some defensive in, in, injuries as well. Like, mm. um, it's it's Bayern and um, Lindelof at the back, man. Um, well, I think United will win it by one goal. Um, I both teams got a good score. record. I'll say 2 1, probably, probably a half foot 2 1. 2 1. Probably my, 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 my guess. City, City at home to Burnley. Oh, that's that, that's always that's always at least four man. Always guaranteed four. Man, man. Uh, City, those days are done for City, bro. Man, I'm telling you, bro. Oh, what do you mean, like? We getting fours and fives this season already, like. Bro, let me look at City's last recent results. Yeah, but the last two home games I had were basically a one 0 win, a 0-0 draw, a one 0 win. Five games ago they hit five. Oh, that's five games ago. Yeah? I thought that's that, very current. One zero one and two. Hmm. They had a six. They had a six-three result to Leipzig, though. Yeah, yeah, in, in the Champions League, but this is just a domestic form, like. So the last big wins against Norwich, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not. They, 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 they ain't really got goal scorers like that, bro. Mm. I say we go. It's, it's, it's still they're still gonna win, but maybe like a two 0 or something like man, and a narrow, narrow victory. Like I, I don't even know if they're gonna win, but fair. I, I recuse my. Burnley are very good away from home, bro. Man, mm. uh, I think that they give, they can, they give the, the big teams a, a fight, bro. Man. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm yet to be fully convinced by City this season, so uh, I don't know, bro. I'm accused myself, like. I'm gonna go two 0 Yeah, I think eventually they'll get the job done. Like, it won't be, it won't be light work, but one or one or two, at least, yeah. like minimum two. I think, uh, cool, Villa, Villa Wolves, Villa at home. Mm. That's a, that's a, that's a, so it'll be a feisty derby. Midlands Wolves derby. Nasty bunch, man. Wolves ain't really got much Last couple games, man, he's, 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 he's dropped Sorry, man. Sorry, don't really play no more. Like He's tired of his stupidness, bro, man. All that power and nothing else, bro. Hey, you know what Sorry should I say? Sorry he's hit the gym once, you know. He's never touched weights once, like, man. Definitely lying, bro, man. Otherwise, he's doping, bro. Change shit, now. He's never pumping no weights. And he goes lying. Um... <laughs> Villa, Villa win. I don't know. One, 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 two, two. I don't know. One, one, I think. One, 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 one nil. Mm. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rubbish game. Like. I have to make me one one aside, like, man. Him and his might be scored again or something. Let's go Southampton and Leeds. Did Leeds win? One? Did they win last week? Leeds. I think the last game was drawn. They won one nil or something. Like. I always feel like Leeds games should have bare goals, but most times they disappoint that. Like. Well, Leeds, Leeds will win, man. 
don't know if he's going to be like you know, three 0 You know, Leeds haven't really? scored more than one goal in the last five games. You know what I was thinking? Like, you always think their games going to be bare goals, but they always let me down. That like. Southampton have been drawing a lot as well. Should we go one one? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that, man. It's not going to be a cracker that we think it is going to be. Uh, Norwich and Brighton. Game we've had this week, man. man. I think Brighton, Brighton beat them, bro. Yeah, this should beat us, man, to be honest with you. But I'm going to 2 0 Brighton. 2 0 Brighton. Norwich have a freaking free flow, man. Uh, Sheffield United and Stoke is the last one. Oh, gosh, man. Uh, Jeff Bishop game. Can't get any worse than that, bro, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't lie. But a couple, a couple Fridays ago, I was just chilling watching Stoke against um, West Brom, and goodness me, but Stoke Stoke played some horrible football. But nothing's changed, bro, man. I was, I was, I was laughing. I was so appalled. But they could they string two passes together. I say no, no, bro, man. Personally, bro, I say no, no, bro. Let's go, no, no. Leaving no, no. All right, we'll end that for this week. See how we see how we get on. Okay, all right. Let's bring it to a close. Anyone got any closing closing words? Yeah, let's see where we are next week, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try and get. Generally, my my, my main aim is just to actually start start enjoying football again, bro. More like, like I used to do that. So I think this 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 weekend I've had a break. Then we're gonna try and start, you know, start watching it, watching more, try and watch a few games this this weekend, and try and get my mojo back. <laughs> I definitely hear that. All right. Peace, lads. Until next week. Peace.